Howdy friends, I am Link and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, and helping people become the most badass versions of themselves. I'm a former Division II athlete with a passion for making sure your fitness journey isn't a chore, but instead one of the best parts of your day. This podcast will be full of education and motivation so you can kick ass in the gym, kitchen, and your life. Howdy, howdy, and welcome to the Elevated Athletes Podcast. I am your host, Link, and today we are talking motivation, okay? Because shit gets busy, the energy starts to dip, you're pulled in a couple different directions, sometimes more than uh, we would really like, but staying on track through all of that can feel fucking impossible. So, let's talk about it, right? I think one of the most important things when it comes to the mental side of your fitness journey, because let's be real, motivation really comes down to the mental component of it, right? When it comes to the mental side of your fitness, of your nutrition, it's almost taboo in a way. It's something that we don't like to talk about. It's something that we don't like to be kind of vulnerable about and just be like, you know what? I'm in a fucking mental rut. And I think one of the easiest ways to get out of a mental rut is to fucking talk about it, right? So often we think of like, you know, as former athletes, we are high achievers. There's no denying that. It's like we want to succeed. We have this drive in us. We have this work ethic that, you know, you're not going to find a lot of other places. And I don't know about you, but whenever I was like growing up and like really thinking about careers and what was next and what was to come, that was always one of the greatest compliments that someone had for me, like an employer or just like a a mentor or professor was they were like, dude, athletes, athletes are built different and employers, they see that and they recognize that because they know that the work ethic is there. So I think it's really important to talk about that mental component and, and having that like grit and that like work ethic, but tapping into it in a way that's fun and not something that feels like work. Because I don't know about you, Um, but all through my softball career, softball was always fun. I always took it super serious. Like I'm very, very competitive. And I think that's why me and Drew get along so well is because we are both so competitive. (laughs) Like even the lightest game turns into like a full-blown match. Um, but I think throughout my journey, I was always like, oh, softball is fun. Softball is fun. Softball is fun. And then when I went to college, it became a job. I had to work my ass off if I wanted to maintain a scholarship, whether that be, you know, working my ass off on the field, in the classroom, whatever, right? You're literally getting paid to go. And now with the new rules, um, obviously I've been out of the, out of college for a little bit now, but I know that they can have like deals and they can work with brands and they can quite literally make a fucking income just by being an athlete, right? So. I'm getting off on a tangent here, but the idea that, you know, everything that I once loved and had fun with then becomes a job, right? And I can even talk on this in in fitness, right? Like I made fitness my fucking job, but I love it. And that's the difference of like doing something and continuing to have that fun involved and, and being allowed to have that passion or You can look at it in a way of like, this is a chore. This is something else on my fucking to-do list. This is something else that 
I'm just not feeling motivated, so I'm not going to do it. And I can make that decision because I don't have anybody telling me that I need to go to the gym. I don't have anybody telling me that I need to eat well or drink my water or eat some more fruits and vegetables. Like, unless you're just kind of like hanging out and me telling you to do this, and then you're like, okay, yeah, I can do that. But truthfully, like, we grew up with coaches and parents our whole life telling us we need to do X, Y, and Z. So now when we do these things on our own, it's no surprise that we meet these mental ruts because we're not forced through them, right? So while our careers as athletes may have become to be a job, right, there was still that push of like, if you were in a mental rut, you were literally forced through it because you had no other choice right? Where in life after sport, when it comes to things like your fitness, to your nutrition, you don't have any pressure telling me, telling you like, get your fucking shit together. You need to get out of this mental rut, right? And my clients can speak on this too of like, I've had days where I'm like, hey, dude, you know, mental ruts, they're part of the process. How can we work through it? And then when I see them not doing anything to get out of that mental rut, I'm going to call them out. I'm obviously going to do it in the most loving way possible. But the last thing I want for you is for you to stay in a rut that keeps you tied down, that keeps you feeling like fucking shit, right? So when it comes to mental ruts and like having that lack of motivation in your fitness journey, I think it's really important to number one, talk about it. Like talk about it. I've had multiple ruts in my journey where I'm just like, I just don't want to. I don't feel motivated. I'm not excited to do these things, right? So two things that have been incredibly, incredibly helpful for me in the process of working through those mental ruts, um, technically three things. So number one, obviously, like I said, talk about it. Uh, That helps tremendously. And it brings a level of self-awareness, right? Because when when you recognize and you're like, hey, I'm voicing the fact that I'm in a mental rut, you're now owning it. And you're taking like, responsibility for it. And that helps tremendously, but we need to take it further than that, right? Because you could talk about it and you could be about it and you could say like, I'm in a fucking rut. But if you don't take any action to get out of that rut, talking about it is only going to get you so far, right? So uh, one of the two things that I recommend when you have these mental ruts and it's like, okay, I've recognized that I'm in one or, or someone else has pointed it out, whatever it takes to get there. Hey, I'm in a mental rut. What should I do? Step one is going to sound so simple, but bring some more fucking fun into it. So if you're looking at your training, how can you make it more fun? How can you have more fun? Right? Does that mean, you know, maybe we have to mix up your tempo or maybe you fucking hate like me. I hate doing any more than 15 reps even 15 reps. I'm like, God damn it. I'd rather just lift heavier and do like eight to 12. That's my sweet spot. Now you want to talk five? I'm all fucking in, baby. Let's do five reps of heavy ass shit, right? But there's there's a time and a place in the training program, of course. Um, But how can you bring some more fun? How can you bring some more enjoyment into it? One of the ways that I did this over the past couple months, because adjusting to training as a new mom brings a number of different challenges and that's a whole nother, a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. But, um, I got to a point where I was in a mental rut and I did talk about it. I even post about it on social media. Like y'all, I am fucking struggling. Right. But 
one thing that I did was bring some fun into it. And I sat with myself and I was like, okay, what is some either something I want to learn more about and encourage, like almost challenge myself to like, hey, let's learn something new here. Or what is something that I think would benefit me in more areas than one, right? So that's what I went with for my last mental rut. And I really just dialed in on my mobility. Like I took so much time before and after every single workout. So I bookend my workout because the lift itself, I was like, I can get myself through the lift. Do I enjoy every step of it? No, but I'm going to get myself through it. I'm going to get this workout done. And my, my reward for that is a really awesome mobility flow before and after my workouts. And when I tell you that was a fucking game changer, like I started feeling better because I was, you know, more mobile, more, more flexible. Um, so I obviously started feeling better. Number one, number two, my lifts improved. So that naturally came with some wins in itself because I was like, holy shit, like my mobility in my ankles and in my hips are so much better. And now my squats are, I'm fucking killing it. My deadlifts are great. Like this is so exciting. So having that component brought in some fun to the journey, but also gave me an opportunity to learn something new. And it also helped me in my day-to-day life. So now that, okay, my hips are opened up and my ankles are, are more flexible and I, can, I have better or improved mobility in my ankles. Now, not only does my squat improve, but when I'm carrying around my baby, I can bend down to pick things up. I can squat down to pick things up without feeling like I'm going to topple over or without feeling like I'm going to break in half, right? So that was so incredibly helpful for getting me out of that mental rut because it's like, like I said, I brought some fun into it, but then I also had that component of like, hey, this is a well-rounded approach. Like I'm all for having goals outside of the gym. Like I want you to have performance. I want you to have aesthetic. Like I have multiple goals, but see where they can overlap. And that was one that was a total like plus or improvement in my life was like just being able to notice how much better I felt when I was bending down carrying a child. Right. So that's number one. Number two is to mix things up with your nutrition. So very similar to like I just was talking about with the training, but like literally just mix things up. Like whatever your routine is now, let's add a little pizzazz to it. Or like maybe um, one thing that I did was I don't really love meal prepping because typically I get tired of the meal by like the third day having it. Like I'm fucking sick of it. So if I meal prep, I'm likely going to like batch prep ingredients. So it'll be like, I'll get a shit ton of rice. I'll get a shit ton of like chicken and ground beef cooked, but I don't actually put the meals together. I take what I need the day of. Um, so that's typically how I approach my meal prep. So if I'm in a rut, sometimes I'll start actually smacking the, smacking the mic. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I will actually prep out a full meal. That way it's less to think about during the week. It's just grab and go. And yeah, sometimes it's boring, but that's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep this as my base meal, but then I'm going to add different sauces to it or different toppings. Like a taco bowl is like my go-to meal prep. So one day it may look like adding tomatoes and avocado. And another day it may look like adding just cheese and then going from there, maybe a little bit of like queso sauce or something like that, which I guess is still technically cheese. Um, Or, you know, maybe I get a meal prep delivery service, which I actually just started working with Flex Pro Meals. So if you use code LINK, L-I-N-K, 
at checkout. It'll save you 40% off your first freaking order. That's incredible. Um, so that gives you a really good opportunity to try out some different meals. Um, I just had the Santa Fe chicken the other day. Um, but yeah, so mixing things up with your nutrition is a really, really simple way to just add a little bit of pizzazz. So like if your normal routine is to meal prep all of your meals at the start of the week, don't fucking do that. Have some variety. Pick out the day of. Go off of how you're feeling. Or if that's how you typically do things. Or you typically eat on the go. Like maybe you travel a lot for work. Or you're in the office and that's your like one break to get out of the office. So you swing by Chick-fil-A or Wawa or Sheets or whatever. And you grab lunch every day. Maybe instead of doing that, you pack your lunch. Or you use the meal prep service or you do something like that that just adds a little blip to the system and sometimes that's just enough to like kick you out of the hole that you're in right another good op- op- whoa another good option is to challenge yourself to just like try one new recipe every single month like i at one point was like oh i'm going to try one new recipe every single week and then like by week 2 i was like holy fuck i'm overwhelmed <laughs> what am i going to do next um so I would definitely just say like try one new recipe every single month or go back to one of my favorites of just like throw shit in a bowl and make it work. That's my go-to. So like perfect example of this is like I make um like I'll do like air fried potatoes and then literally just throw random toppings on it. Maybe it's chicken, maybe it's beef, maybe it's ground turkey, maybe it's steak, uh maybe it's scrambled eggs. <laughs> I literally will just use potatoes as my base and I just load it up with whatever I feel like loading it up with. And uh, I've had some really good little throw shit in a bowl kind of meals and they fucking work and they're good, right? So sometimes it's even just like using those days where you're like, I have no groceries. What can I throw together to make a meal and see what I can get out of that, right? That's sometimes that's the vibe and you just got to roll with it, right? So those would be the top two things to help you kind of kickstart and get yourself out of the mental rut that comes with the lack of motivation. Okay. So part two to this, right, is I want to dive a little bit deeper into that actual motivation piece, not just like the mental component of feeling like you're in a rut or feeling like you have that lack of motivation. Let's tap back into it and build that motivation back up. Okay. So I really want you to think about where your motivation actually comes from, right? Think about a time that you felt so motivated to do something and tap back into that. So whether that means going back to your athletic career and tapping into that and saying like, I'm gonna, you know, whatever your goal for the season was, depending on what your sport was, that was your motivation. Or like, maybe it was something as just like broad as like, hey, you know, the team goal was to win states or to win our conference or to win whatever, right? Beat this like specific opponent, right? Um, Where does that come from? Like, can you think about that time and utilize that? Tap back into that because we all have this competitive nature. And this is one thing that I absolutely love to do with my clients is bring out their competitive side. Former athletes, like I said, we are built fucking different. We are special. We are our own level of fucking it girl. Like we are our own special breed of it girl. And if we can tap back into that and tap into the competitive side that comes with that, dude, you're going to be fucking unstoppable. 
Okay. That athlete mentality does not just go away. Like use that shit to your advantage. Use it. You don't hang up the cleats or the sneakers or whatever. And then suddenly you're no longer like an athlete. You're suddenly no longer built different. You don't have this competitive side anymore. And if you say that that was your, that was your life, I don't fucking believe you because I can't even play like fucking wiffle ball with my husband or my family without being like all in. (laughs) I can't play fucking pig or horse without being like, nah, fuck you guys. I'm winning this shit. Like we're built different. Tap into that. That fueled your fire for so long. I don't care if you played a sport for four years. And that was all you played it and then you were done after that. That is four fucking years of being competitive as hell and looking to win. We win. That's what athletes do. We fucking win and we learn from our our losses, right? How can we tap back into that feeling, okay? The sooner that you can get to that point, the better and the faster you are going to thrive. I do this all the time. Whenever I have that mental rut, I work through the things, like I said, of like, how can I bring more fun into it? How can I mix some things up? But then I also want to maybe even do a journal entry or just talk to my husband about it or talk to a friend about it and just be like, hey, I'm struggling with my motivation. This is what motivated me before. Can you help me brainstorm some ways to bring this into my life now? Because I sure as shit am not stepping back on a softball field. I don't have it in me, right? But what I do have in me is that mentality. And I can tap back into that and say like, okay, how can I gamify the things that I'm doing? How can I play around and make this my reality so I can continue to show up? I can continue to be motivated as hell and just have a great fucking time. You know what I mean? So something to think about for your day and I hope it's helpful for you. So um, I did want to say I am doing full day of eating audits still. The free full day of eating audits have been freaking extended because they are just so much fun, right? Like let's just keep this rolling. I love to look at my clients' food logs and just like take a deeper look than just the surface level numbers, right? Like my clients, they all have targets of like, these are your calories that I want you to hit. These are your protein numbers. Some of them also have carbs and fat. Um, so being able to take a deeper look and say like, what do we need to implement right now in order to succeed? So fucking helpful. So I want to be able to give you some feedback on the foods that you're eating, how much, you know, and just really some things to work on moving forward. So you actually feel confident in your nutrition and you feel motivated as fuck to stay consistent. Okay. So I'll drop the form for that down below in the show notes, uh, but you can also find it over in my um, WhatsApp community. So I'll also drop the link down to that as well. Um, If you're not already in the WhatsApp community, please fucking join us. It's going to be so much fun. We just started it called, when did I start that? A week or two ago? Um, But there's already a whole group of ladies in there. I'm going to be dropping some recipes, some form tips, just basically fun, exclusive, free shit. Uh, so get your ass in there. It's going to be a vibe. It's going to be so much fun. You do not want to miss. And when you have these days where it's like the motivation is low, the mental rut is kicking your ass. You have a space where you can feel comfortable and free to talk about it and have people in your corner supporting you and loving on you and helping you 
get the wheels turning again and bring out that competitive nature. Okay. So like I said, I'll drop the links to all of that in the show notes. Um, and as we head into 2024, if you're listening to this in 2024, um, I really just want you to think about how you can expand. How can you show up for yourself in a way that you haven't shown up for yourself before? How can you be your own version of the it fucking girl? Because I know that you can do it. Okay. So I hope this episode was helpful. It would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave a rate and review for the show, share it with your friends, share it out on your Instagram or Facebook. Um, But yeah, if you have any questions, let me know and I'll catch you in the next episode.